0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm your host, Harriet Cole. So very happy to be with you today. How are you doing? How do you answer that question when you you think about it? How are you doing? How are you feeling? How have you been in the past week? If you check in with yourself, what comes up for you? What comes up if you actually ask that question? How am I doing? How am I feeling? How am I moving through space? How am I paying attention to my life, to the things that matter? You know, that question, how are you, that people ask all the time. And I've addressed this before. Often we just go, oh, I'm fine. And not even really thinking about what does it mean? But if you ask yourself honestly, how am I doing? what would you say? And how are you showing up in your life? How would you answer that? How are you showing up in your life? Are you showing up as your best possible self? Are you barely showing up? Are you paying attention to what's important? Are you ignoring what's important? You know, how are you living? This is an important question for all of us all the time, and very, very often we don't really think about it. So I'm asking us to think about it today. How are you doing? How are you feeling? How are you living? And we're looking at it through the lens of being responsible, because that's what I want us to, to focus on today is being responsible. Whenever we say that, usually people go, oh, I don't really want to think about that. I want to think about just about anything else, you know, how I can get through my day, enjoy my day, do things that I value. But being responsible, sometimes that comes with a feeling of a weight, a weight on our shoulders. But I want us to look at it a little differently. So I want to share with you, I spent 10 days recently in India. It was an incredible journey, one that I have not been able to take for a number of years because of COVID and right before COVID just because of life. But I serve on the board of a wonderful charity that is, I think, 31 years old now. It's called Prasad. It is headquartered in a tiny town in India just about two hours Uh, away from Mumbai. We work with communities of people in very rural areas to help them have the best possible quality of life. And it's often we're working with people who have very little means. Families typically are farmers and subsistence farming, where they have a tiny plot of land. And for the most part, they grow and harvest food for their families. There's often a water supply issue. There's At the time that we were there, it was extremely hot. So weather is something that plays a part in just day-to-day life. There are a lot of challenges that people face every day. I remember the first time I went there, I noticed that But every other person was walking barefoot. And this is not on paved roads. For the most part, these roads were rocky, very rocky. Like even with hard sole shoes, shoes, you could have a problem. We were in vehicles, four-wheel drive vehicles, and sometimes you know they're rocking and jumping. And it was really challenging just to ride in a vehicle on some of these roads because. They were mainly carved out rather than refined in any way. And many children and other people walk on those roads without shoes. So to immerse myself along with fellow board members who gather from all over the world in this environment was humbling, was, you know, a a real gut check. Like, what do we have? What do we need? What do we take for granted? And back to this, this notion of how do we live our lives and what and what matters? It, it gives you pause, it gave me pause. And it same ha- it happened each time that I've gone there because if you take the time to pause and observe what you see, is person after person, strong, resilient, proud individuals, families, and communities who are doing their absolute best to take care of each other and themselves with whatever means they had. And even the work that we do with them, with Prasad, is working hand in hand. So it's not like us doing for people, it's us doing with people so that they can have Life sustaining and transformative experiences, but it's not given to them, it's in collaboration with them, which we find to be, you know, this is the way to honor people. But as you think about it for yourself, because this is one of the things that I did, just kind of reflecting on what I observed and what I can take back for me to learn about how to be my best self and how to contribute best to society. As I watched people, I observed a sense of responsibility that was palpable. So I want to start with the shoes. And because one of the projects that we worked on with them was a collaboration with a company called Happy Feet. And we provided shoes for hundreds of school children, many of whom said they had never had a pair of shoes before. And to see their faces when they received these shoes was really precious. And then we dug a little deeper to learn about their lives and about this offering. And came to see when we visited another school where the children have received the shoes already. We didn't see any of those shoes. Pe- children take the shoes off. People take the shoes off when they go inside of buildings. And we didn't see the shoes. And we were told that they had received them. Come to find out, because they considered these shoes a very special gift, they put them in a special place. They weren't just cast outside the building when they walked in. They put them in a place where they could be responsible for them and know where they were when, they, when it was time to leave school. And some of them did not bring them to school and use them for special occasions. So these children, elementary school children, took responsibility for what was precious to them. What is precious to us? A pair of shoes, a pair of shoes when you're walking on a rocky road is super important. As I watched the children first receive the gift of the shoes and then learn how they were honoring the gift of the shoes, it gave me pause. You know, how often do we honor the things that come into our lives? How often do we accept responsibility for caring for the things that come into our lives? Think about that. How often would you say that you do that? Do, or do you, you know, another way of looking at this is how often do you take it for granted that you have something that you need? Or when you are given something that, oh, that's nice, but maybe not really taking the time to honor the experience of having received something that you value. How often Do we not value things that are really essential? How often do we take essentials for granted? A lot of questions in there, but I'm telling you, when being in the company of people who have very little, it helps you to see how you tend to your own life and how you value or not the things that are part of your life. And so I spent a lot of time in contemplation about value, about responsibility, about caring for others and for the planet. You know, there, there are so many choices that we make every day, many of them unconscious. Unfortunately, with unconscious choices, usually choices that make our lives easier, the choice may not be good for others. It may not be good for the environment. Another thing that we witnessed, as I mentioned that many of the people we serve through Prasad are farmers. And we teach them organic farming and and ways of harvesting water. We help them build wells on their property anything possible to help them get water closer to where they live than having to walk endless miles, the women having to walk endless miles to harvest, to collect water and bring it back. And we discovered, as you go along the roads, there are these um, developments that are called brick kilns. So some people, instead of farming, have decided that they will, harvest the earth, literally, and make bricks out of the earth and sell those because the sale of these bricks, but they think, is a higher price than the sale of whatever produce they might grow on their property. The challenge is they're destroying the earth and then it isn't fertile anymore. But they don't know that. And for those who do know it, The desperation sometimes to make enough money pushes them forward, even though they know it, they make that choice anyway because they want to take care of their families. They want to be responsible for their families, and yet there is a lack of responsibility as it relates to the environment. And we have seen this all over the world. The whole world right now is in this environmental crisis because of generations of people trying to have an easier life and, you know, there are pros and cons to all of these things. So we got to witness it on a very raw level because these brick kilns, you'll see the land is dry and we're told by scientists that that land will stay dry. Land that had been fertile where mango trees and mogra, which is uh, jasmine flower where those plants used to grow and now they don't. Educating people, re-educating people about what responsibility means, not just for them, but for the environment, for the future, is tough. We know it's tough because for those of us in Western society, every day we are making choices often that are selfish, that are good for us, but are they good for others? And so being responsible, is something that is weighty. It's not simple. And as I looked for quotes about being responsible, I found a lot of things that give you pause. And, you know, I want to give us pause. I want us to contemplate what it means to accept responsibility for our thoughts, words, and deeds and to understand our position. In society as it relates to that, because it's not simple. So let me share with you the quote that I found. It's from Jim Rohn, and it says, you must take personal responsibility. You cannot change the circumstances, the seasons, or the wind, but you can change yourself. That is something you have charge of. So think about that you must take personal responsibility. You cannot change the circumstances, the seasons, or the wind, but you can change yourself. That is something you have charge of. Now, you can change yourself. Much easier said than done. Because in every moment, as we are living our lives, typically people are looking to be comfortable as they live their lives, whatever comfort means. What comforts can you have in your life as you move through whatever the responsibilities are that you have? And I went to the most simple, having a pair of shoes. That creates comfort and protection. Having food, having enough resources to have food, and then the choices. Am I going to grow food on my land or am I going to sell the earth so that I will have more money? When you can, when it's not your life and when you can be separate from this, then it's easy. Like I'm just describing to you how bad the um, brick kilns are. Well, I can tell you that because I've learned about it and it's not my world. But what about when it is my world? What are the things in my world? What are the things in your world that you can take charge of? So he says, you cannot change the circumstances. Sometimes you can, but a lot of times, whatever is facing you, it's there. So you have to deal with what's in front of you. You cannot change the seasons. Like I mentioned, the heat in India, wherever you are in the world, we are... You know, well, in where I am in New York, we're in seasonal transition, we're in spring. A lot of things happen in transitional times. You cannot change the seasons. You have to know how to be in the season, right? You cannot change the wind. The weather has a tremendous impact on how we live. The environment has a tremendous impact on our ability to live and grow and move, yes. And we do have control of ourselves, of our being, of our physical being, of our minds, of our choices, even when these other variables are out of our control, right? So accepting personal responsibility requires stepping back, observing, and making informed and reflective choices, personal responsibility, rather than, by the way, something that's so easy for us to do, especially when we feel stretched, blaming somebody else, pushing responsibility. Well, that's so-and-so's job. I'm not, I don't have to do that. That's so-and-so's job. What happens when we simply take responsibility for what's before us? Okay, so-and-so should have done X or Y and didn't. And before us is something that needs to be done. What do you do in situations like that? What do you do? Do you complain? Do you take on the test that belongs to someone else? Do you remind the person or invite the person whose responsibility you believe it is to accept that responsibility? What do you do? I spoke to a woman recently who was having a house guest. And she was very excited for this person to come visit. And instantly after the person arrived, hmm, maybe I'm not as excited as I thought because the person was unconscious and not helping to care for the space while they were together. And the space is very small. And so the woman I talked to was fuming this is a mistake. I should have never invited this person to come. You know, Here I am finding myself cleaning up after them. This is not fair. And I said, well, why don't you ask the person to take care of himself, to be responsible? That's you being responsible for yourself by asking someone to accept responsibility for himself. And there was a lot of trepidation around it at first. I don't want to say anything. you know. I don't want to rock the boat. But as we talked about it, what was interesting, the reason I'm bringing this up is that personal responsibility does not necessarily mean that you have to do whatever somebody else was supposed to do. It doesn't mean that you have to take up the slack when somebody else was supposed to do something. It could mean that. But even more, and this was a very good example, it means speaking up for yourself. Speaking up for yourself, being responsible for yourself, your life, your space in this case. And what she explained to me is when she mentioned it, boom, it was easy. It wasn't a fight. It wasn't uncomfortable. She stood in her power and everything worked out. The trepidation leading up to it, was probably more in her head than anything, but this is what happens to us. We we get caught up in the swirl. Oh boy, what should I say? What can I do? And often if we just stand in our power and survey the landscape and determine what is needed in this moment and then taking responsibility for fulfilling that need, wow, then it happens. And what's amazing, this is something I've seen and experienced many, many times. When you accept responsibility for whatever requirements are for your life, things get easier. Isn't that funny? It doesn't seem like it would be, but things get easier when you make the decision that you are just going to step up, step up and be responsible take personal responsibility. Now, let's look at that again. It doesn't mean you have to take on all of the chores and duties of the world. It means you have to assess what is your responsibility. Sometimes that responsibility is speaking up for yourself. Sometimes it could be doing something that is somebody else's job, but it has to get done and it needs to get done now, and it's not being handled. Sometimes it's walking away from a situation if it is not serving you, and it's unhealthy. It's not always the same, but in this quote, let's look at the quote again. You must take personal responsibility. You must take personal responsibility. You cannot change the circumstances, the seasons, or the wind, but you can change yourself. That is something you have charge of. You can change yourself. So think about it. What would you normally do in a situation that's making you uncomfortable? Think of something right now that you're struggling with. And perhaps the struggle is because you've always handled it in a particular way and it's not working. So take a look. Choose something. And then think about how could I handle this differently? How can I approach this situation differently? Because what I know is I can change myself. I can change my way of interacting with whatever this is. Think about that. In the scenario that you are looking at that's making you uncomfortable right this minute, how can you approach it differently? You know, this is something that, what is that quote? If you keep doing something over and over again, getting the same results, and you keep doing it, I'm not messing up the quote, but you know what I'm talking about. That's the definition of insanity, expecting things to be different when you're doing the same thing. Let's not do that. Take a look at your life. Take a look at that one that you have identified that you're struggling with right now how can you change your attitude your approach your how much you pay attention to whatever it is how can you change your relationship to that situation so that you can possibly have a different result like the woman i mentioned instead of grumbling to herself and feeling dismayed she spoke up not in an accusatory way, in a clear way, I need your help, and let's do this together. Great, she got the result she wanted. Now, if her normal way is either to fume and then you know the person could feel the vibes, so or why is she acting like that, or to get fussy, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Those kinds of emotionally heated ways of responding to things often don't work. So instead of doing that, being even and clear and confident, yielded an even, clear, confident result. She changed the way that she engages. How can you change the way you engage in a situation that you're facing right now that isn't working? how can you change yourself so that you are taking personal responsibility changes the course of whatever that road is that you're on it really does work it works in simple ways it works in profound ways rather than complaining rather than you know fuming and saying nothing but like your whole being is complaining change your attitude change your approach be confident and approach a situation that may feel difficult from a perspective of potential what is the potential outcome that can that you can manifest by having a different attitude what might that be You don't have to pick something huge. It could be something really small. But little things, when we know little things make the difference in life, little things are the things that it's like the pebble on the road. That pebble on the road can get under your skin, can get in your shoe even, right, and cause challenges. So the pebble might be even bigger than a big rock because you see the rock. You don't notice the pebbles. So the little things in life that may bother you, that may get under your skin, that may irritate you, take a look at those things. Those we're going to call what Jim Rohn says, those are the circumstances, the seasons or the wind. The pebble is like that, right? You may not be able to change that, but you can change your attitude. You can change your relationship to that. So if the pebble is there and you notice it, sweep it to the side. Step over it instead of stumbling over it or allowing it to get in your shoe. If it's in your shoe, take your shoe off, swipe it out, and put your shoe back on. We've all had that experience. Think of that pebble as a season, as a circumstance. Perhaps you cannot control what that exterior experience may be, but you can control how you react to it. You can accept personal responsibility and say, yeah, I have agency here. I don't need to be disempowered and feel like somebody else is in charge of this. And we see this in natural disasters. Like literally when buildings collapse or earthquakes and you know all those awful things that happen in our world and heroes emerge because they took personal responsibility to help others, to act in service, to rebuild, to link arm in arm with others and, and rebuild communities. That's personal responsibility when you cannot change the circumstances and sometimes the circumstances are dire. It's easy to think about those extreme moments, the hurricane, the tornado, the monsoon, the car accident, you know, some other kind of disaster. But what about the everyday? What in your everyday life can you approach differently? When can you accept personal responsibility when perhaps you didn't in the past? How can you change yourself so that whatever it is that you are facing allows you to fully embrace your power and your agency in order to problem solve and figure out how you can move forward with lightness, with possibility, with with brightness, no matter what it is? No matter what, you know, I often talk about my mother who's 93. She does not complain. And her mother before her did not complain. She's hardly a yes person. What she does, and she told me recently, she makes the absolute most out of what she has. And at 93, she's got a lot of limitations. But she's smiling every day. She's smiling. She's enjoying and savoring the moment because that is what she can do. She can savor what she has. And I wanna say to all of us, we can too. So even when it's something tough that's going on, don't give in. Instead, take a breath, claim your power, choose to be responsible for how you engage in that moment. Look long enough so you can figure out how can I engage in this moment? and then go for it. It really does work. I hope that you will do what Jim Crone says, take personal responsibility. You have charge of that. It's on you, so go for it. Until next time, everyone, have a great day and make it count. Namaste.